How you doing? Good morning. This is uh, Jay Cross. Let's talk with Jay Cross. And today I want to talk to you about uh, staying true to God. You say, well, stay true to God? What does that mean? Well, for believers, we believe that God is the creator of all things. Creator of universe, planets, galaxies, planet Earth. Every creature, every living thing here. And that he has given us an instruction through his word, the Bible. We believe that men were influenced by God through the power of his Holy Spirit to write his will for our lives. 66 books. And I firmly believe in this. I believe in Jesus Christ, that he is this true son of God that he was the word of God before time began that he came down and that he to a virgin birth through the unction of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit was formed into a man with the spirit of God inside of him being both man and God I believe that man walked this earth for 33 years. And the word of God says, and for sin, he condemned sin. How did he do that? He did it by overcoming sin in a physical form. So he felt everything that we feel. That's why we have a savior that is touched by the feeling of our infirmities. He bore our sorrows and our griefs. So he knows exactly how you're feeling every second of the day. Not just because he's God and he can understand and know these things, but because he felt these things himself. Because of this, we worship an all-powerful, almighty God who has given us so much love and so much kindness. The grace of God is incredible. Grace is not just his mercy, but it's also his favor, it's his strength. Paul said that Jesus said to him that my grace is sufficient for you. He made it personal. God's grace is sufficient for each one of us. With an individual amount of grace in the way that we need it individually. And my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So that the weak say I'm strong, that I am strong. What does that mean? It means that when I am feeling weak, and when are you feeling weak? Every single day. Why? Well, that sounds bleak. Sounds very negative. No, it's because you're wrapped in flesh. And that part of you that is the God part of you, that spirit part of you, has to war and battle against a physical enemy every single day, a mental enemy every single day. My, my father, Pastor John Wilson, would often say that your mind is like a little child. It wants to wander and it wants to do what it wants to do. You have to grab it by the hand. You have to say, no, I won't allow you to think that way because we understand that thoughts become actions you think on it long enough 
you will start forming a plan to accomplish that. Or when the opportunity comes or temptation presents itself, you will fall because you were already willing and ready to do it. So in a sense, we must understand that we're weak every day. Stop thinking you're strong. That's your problem. That was my problem. We like to think as human beings that we are the beginning and the end of all things, that we are self-sufficient, that we are strong in and of itself. We have the power to do whatever positive thinking. I'm not saying that thinking positively is wrong. I'm saying that the, the concept of positive thinking, being able to overcome everything is wrong because what you're doing is you're believing that through positive thinking, you can accomplish only the things that the Holy Spirit can give you the power to overcome. So in essence, we're giving ourselves way too much credit. I want you to understand that we are not the power source. The Holy Spirit is the power source. God has made us wonderfully and fearfully. And we have so many different talents and abilities. Human beings can do amazing things. But the one thing that we cannot do is we can't live safe. We can do so much, but we can't live safe. Tower of Babel proved that we could do whatever we put our mind to do. But we can't live safe. And because of this, we will always have a problem with overcoming sin apart from the Holy Spirit. When you are not using the Holy Spirit, you will always fail. When you are not walking in connection with the Holy Spirit you will always fail let me put a handle on it like my father would say when you aren't reaching out of your flesh to pray to an all powerful eternal God to enter into his presence to receive the strength needed through the power of the Holy Spirit to listen to and obey the Holy Spirit and the Word of God so that you would be able to overcome the desires of the flesh that will always be there. You will not be able to live safe. Stop lying to yourself and believing like I did for many years that if you're in church, if you're listening to the word of God, if you're praying and crying out, then that would be enough. It may be a Bible verse every once in a while. Maybe I'll pray today, maybe I won't. You're deceiving yourselves. So those things are all wonderful and they're good and believe it or not, it helps it helps so much, but without a personal relationship with the Lord on a daily basis, and let me even bring it, let me bring it home. 
without a person developing your own personal relationship with God, church only goes so far. The pastor can only do so much and people can only pray for you so much. You must develop a personal relationship with God. It is not believing that he is God. It's not believing in the Son of God. The Word of God says in James, even the demons believe that he is God and they tremble. That's a basic level. What he wants is what he has always wanted with you, a personal relationship, a connection with you. Say your name. Say God wants a personal connection with Julian. God wants a personal connection with, and say your name, and understand that God is amazing. When we don't deserve it, when we didn't deserve it, when he knew we would always do what we wanted to do, he died on the cross for our sins, giving us the opportunity to be redeemed from the curse of the law. What is the curse of the law? The curse of the law is what we brought upon ourselves as human beings when we decided in the garden, and I say we, and I say we, why? Because ultimately, any one of us that was in the garden would have done the same thing. We would have failed the same way. We're all Adam, we're all Eve believe it or not but by grace are we saved through faith it's a gift why because we as human beings have consistently continually overestimated our ability to save ourselves we believe in some way that we are gods because we have the spirit of God in us because we were made in his image and we have greatness the enemy has used that. Satan has used what God has placed in us and has given us the abilities that he has given us to manipulate our minds into believing that we are gods, that we can save ourselves, but we can't. So God said in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, you cannot save yourself. Look at the verse very closely. He's basically saying, you can't save yourself. Your works are like filthy rags. And I remember uh, Minister Warren, one of our, our teachers, an amazing teacher, an amazing man of God, uh, who I built a strong connection with. I knew this man ever since I was a child. He actually taught me how to play drums. So any of you who have watched me play, he was the man who taught me how to play drums. Like my brother says, my brother taught me how to tie my shoes. Well, I say this with pride. Minister Warren taught me how to play the drums. I watched this man, amazing gift, rhythm and spirit. The most important thing was I learned from him many things from the word of God and truths. In and of ourselves, we don't have the ability to save ourselves. We don't have the ability 
with all the hope that we would have in humanity, humanity failed us. We were all Adam, we were all Eve. With all the hope that we have and what we can do collectively, we've all failed miserably. Look at each one of our countries, look at our planet, Look at what we've done with the resources that we have. We have more than enough resources to feed every person. So, I mean, right now, if you want to go into what humanity can do and how kind we are, I want you to understand this concept, how kind we are. Why are we paying for land when land was free? When God created all these things for all humans, and he never told us that we had to write. Never said that we had to write to sell anything that he created. Now mind you, if you want me to work your land and you want me to kill your land or you want me to produce something amazing in your land, then maybe you will offer me something for that a good price and that could come in the way of trading trading that was our that would, the, the, what we say the beginning of um, commerce was trading it was bartering it had nothing to do with finance and currency I would very 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 clearly state that currency and finances and and, and measurements of currency that has been our problem since it began, we have manipulated and we have cheated each other so much. And because of those things, and because of making, wanting to make a name for ourselves, Tower of Babel, Nimrod, we'll make a name for ourselves. Well, guess what we've done? And he said that a hundred years after the flood, becoming a giant himself through science or what we could say giant witchcraft and became a mighty leader and he led millions of people to build a tower to fight against God this was making a name for yourself Woof. I think there might have been an easier way bro than picking a fight with the true and living God Listen, humanity has put for sale the natural resources that God has given us to live peaceably on this earth because of the nature of man. Now we have to buy land. Now we pay rent. Now banks own more houses than human human beings individual families hoarding land hoarding property now we pay for water now we pay for medicines when we were all naturalists herbs we use various combination of herbs and things of that nature to heal our bodies. 
because we are from the earth. How are we using something that is petroleum based when we are from the earth and God has given us the ability to heal through plant life? Hmm. Think about that. Humans have put this for sale everything that God gave us for free. And that's what we have done. That is what we have done to each other. There should be no one poor, no one homeless, no one without food. Now, mind you, I'm not saying, please don't think that I'm talking against commerce. No, I'm talking against, I'm talking against currency, not commerce. Two different things, two very, very different things. Currency, you have the ability to manipulate pricing and prices. You have this separate individual thing in between you and another person. That's wrong. But with commerce, that opens up a relationship directly between you and another person without currency in the middle. Understand, currency to me is the root of the problem. Working together means that I don't have to pay you and you don't have to pay me. We can trade. God has given us all something. And this is why There are people who are super rich and people who are super poor. People who have so much and people who have nothing. How is it that one man can have $80 billion? But there are poor people in the world that they don't even have eight cent in their pocket. Because he has used people and he has used labor and he has used used workers as slaves to gain wealth and control to manipulate the market, to manipulate currency, to manipulate persons, to change laws for his own good. What? Excuse me. Can I get in? This line here is no more. There's no. This one is not a line. Can I? Can I get in? So I've had to ask a lady on the side here, forgive me, I'm actually in the borderline, so forgive me for that little break. And what's going on is one of the lines, and I used this as a a lesson once when I was talking about the grace of God, how you have to be careful who you're following. Sometimes we're following the wrong people 
and when we're following the wrong people, we can end up in a, a, fake, a fake line or what we call a false line. And many times in the border, there are people who have launched out on their own to manipulate the system. You have lines and someone has went ahead and they've created a separate line that feeds into the real line and you have no idea. Well, at a certain point, it causes a conflict because now you have to ask someone if you can get into a line and they're looking at you and saying, well, you're cheating, but you had no idea because you were following behind a long line of people who are falling behind a person who was cheating. <laughs> Sounds like a false prophet to me. <laughs> oh yeah. So be careful who you're following. Just like currency, people can use the word of God, false prophecies, to control masses, to gain a level of control and influence that will cause many, many, many people to be led astray. So let's get back to what we were talking about with currency. Currency is a problem. It's, it's, a, it's a stressor. It's a, it's a mechanism of control. But, but commerce, no. Because with commerce, now there's a relationship between you and the person. With, com with currency, there's a relationship between you and their money. There's a difference. In the days that we were trading and bartering, if I had goat skins and you had butter then we would trade a certain amount of goat skins for a certain amount of butter or if you knew how to till land and I knew how to build then we would trade our barter the services of me constructing your home you tilling my soil it was fair and it was even and another thing it was building my home for my family and it was tilling your land for your family I wasn't working someone else's land for a corporation Do you get the point we are working for corporations and we're trading our labor for a very 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 low price and at the end of the day, we don't own a corporation, we don't own land, we don't own a bank, we don't own any money. We don't own our own properties, most of us. So it's very unfair. That's our economic system based on currency. I liked our economic system based on commerce. That is what we've done as human beings. So thousands upon millions upon millions have died working for other people, slaving for other people, building wealth for one family. How is it that millions and millions of families are working to build the wealth of only one family or only a few families? 
Does that make sense? Is that fair? And still we die in poverty. We're all Adam. We're all Eve. So when God says, I want a personal relationship to you, with you, he's saying, I want you to come to me and I want you to learn of me. I can hear the word saying, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and you'll find rest for your soul. See, the rest that we have is that in understanding God and his ways and following his ways, we now have a relationship with the true and living God and he can give us heavenly favor and that heavenly favor operates above the policies of man bank policies credit scores financial history economic collapses God will give you a favor that will keep you safe during the time of coronavirus during economic meltdowns hallelujah there were times when you have felt so vulnerable. But the word of God said, but if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Oh, yeah. Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. I'll hear you. I will not hear the wicked, but I will hear you. The Lord does not hear the prayers of sinners. The only prayer that he will hear from a sinner is is a prayer of repentance coming into the family now they're a part of the body of Christ now he hears them because they are wrapped in covered in the blood of Jesus Christ and who he sees is his son and not your sinful nature if we humble ourselves and pray who the body of Christ see this is our time this is a period of grace, and I want you to understand that there are a lot of people who believe that we are actually, I'm searching for something here. They really, honestly, truly believe that we are going to go through the tribulation period. Why? I believe one reason is because I firmly believe this. We're looking for more time. I really don't believe that we want to get out of here. I think at some point we lost time and that hurts. So we're trying to find ways to kind of build some kind of understanding that will allow us to believe that we are going to be here for a longer period of time so that we can spend more time with our family. But I want you to understand something. If you lost time with your family, if you lost time in your ministry, if you lost time that you could have enjoyed things because you chose to do the wrong things or make the wrong decisions, then that would be your consequences. It will not help to believe that you can, in some way, trick your brain into believing that we have more time. We do not have more time. 
adjustments going back to the song today we're talking about saying true to God my brother wrote a song years ago when he was about 18 years old I might have been around 23 and we sung that song together as Wilson singers Lynette Wilson Conscience Wilson Julian Wilson Rachel Wilson Ruth Wilson Rebecca Wilson Wilson singers and we sung the song stay true to God stay true to God a love that will last gotta get a house together right now there's no time to wait we got to hold on let's run this race We've been hurting for so long, but it's now time to go home. And see, we've gone through so many different things as human beings. We've gone through so many different difficulties that it's it's time to go home. But we're saying, wait, 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 let me fix that last part. No, 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 no. Not yet, Lord. Don't come yet. <laughs> Don't come yet. I just got my. I'm just close to getting my relationship right with my with my wife. Or my, my kids are just. They're just to the point where they they. You can have a good relationship. But wait, 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 wait. I think I'm close to getting the house that I want to get. I'm just starting to enjoy my life. It feels like I, I I'm at a, at the edge. I'm on the cusp. Of becoming what I wanted to become, and God's saying, "There's no more time." We must work the works of him who has sent us while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. I'm telling you, the night is coming. We are literally way past the 11th hour. We are so deep into the 11th hour, it's not even funny. The Holy Spirit just holding back that hand. Holding back the hand of that clock. The last remnant of us will be saved. So I want you to understand that in staying true to God, you must understand who God is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Seek what? Seek His ways, seek His face, seek His presence, seek a relationship with Him. What's a relationship with God look like? Really? I'll tell you. How would you like it if your wife or your husband came home and they didn't say hi to you? How would you like if you woke up next to them and they didn't say good morning? How would you like it if they didn't say good night? How would you like it if your children didn't ask you if you needed anything? How would you like it if they didn't obey you when you asked them to clean their room? Wash the dishes? How would you like it if your employees didn't follow your directions when you asked them to do things a certain way? Well, all of those things and more make up a relationship 
How would you like it if you had to remind your spouse of those special days, those anniversaries? How would you like it if you had to tell your husband to tell you that he loves you? I love you. Me too. Ditto. All those things make up a relationship. And God is requiring all those things that I just spoke from us individually. That's a relationship. It is being active in your connection with God. And doing his will. Not because... If you don't, you won't go to hell, heaven, excuse me. But if we are saved, now we are acting out our salvation. What does that mean? It means a slave acts like a slave. But if you're free, now you're acting free. So if we were slaves to sin, we acted like a slave to sin. Now that we're free from sin, we show that we are free from sin by walking in righteousness. That's what it means to stay true to God. Saying true to God is saying thank you for sending your only son. He was your only son. And why? For the purpose of saving sinful men when you could have destroyed the planet, started all over again. Or just said, you know what? I'll just stay here with my angels. I'm good. And that you showed your love for all mankind because you really could have killed us you really could have ended this whole thing I have to worry about going through the whole process of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers Deuteronomy, so on and so forth Dark Ages seeing your son die on a cross you could have just wiped us out why not? we would have done it That is the love and the grace of God. That is the mercy of God. I'm telling you right now, the warning is going out around the world that Christ is coming back and he is. For those of you who believe that we're going to go through the tribulation period, oh my goodness, let me explain this to you. Number one, the Holy Spirit brought this to me very clearly and then brought confirmation. The church is not mentioned after the tribulation period or during the tribulation period I'm sorry read through the entire book of Revelations we are talked about in the beginning of Revelations when Jesus is addressing the church why is he addressing the church because and this this, and this is the answer his people the Israelites rejected him. They rejected salvation. God was in a relationship, personal relationship with them all the way through the Old Testament. And then his son came and they rejected him and they killed him. So he said, you know what? It's open to the Gentiles now. We were engrafted in. God sent them to the side and said, okay. Yes, there are Messianic Jews. There are those who are receiving Jesus Christ right now and they're going to go up thank you Jesus in the first train but those who are not receiving him did not receive the Messiah I'm telling you right now they will go through the tribulation period 
The tribulation period is not for the church, not for the Gentiles. This is our moment. Whatever has happened for the last 2,000 years has been for us. All the words of prophecy, the words of warning, the gifts, the callings, the blessings. We have been the church. God gave us the honor of being his church, his bride. That has nothing to do with being Jewish. Understand that. It's a wonderful thing to follow the, the, the different traditions. I love it because I noticed something. When I began to study and view things from the Holy Land and, and as I'm reading the Word of God, it becomes alive and it opens up and you'll feel a strong connection. The Word of God said, He will bless those that bless Israel. So speak a good word for Israel. Bless Israel. Pray for Israel. But your salvation has nothing to do with you being Jewish. It has everything to do with being engrafted in to the family of God. We are now the body of Christ. We are the church. And in that, God has given us salvation and opportunity to win other souls to Christ. And praise God if you're able to win a Jewish person and they become a Messianic Jew. Whew. I don't know if that gives you a bigger star in your crown. I don't know if there's a different cut, if it shines brighter, but I will tell you right now, God is on the throne and his grace is abounding just for a little time. Understand, the number of grace is the number five. The color of grace is blue. I believe that grace is close to its end. The dispensation of grace is closing. We will not go through the tribulation period. We will not go through the great tribulation period. Okay? And I want to give you some information just to help you out. Why? Because we are not the Jewish people. We are not unbelievers. Now the word of God simply states, and I will tell you, it says, for those who knew, I'm talking about you believers, I'm not talking about unbelievers who just say, no, I don't believe in God. I'm not talking about Jewish people, okay, Israel, those for the international. No, I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about Gentile Christians who know the word of God at this point, know that God is God, Jesus is Jesus, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. You will be turned over to strong delusion to believe a lie rather than the truth. The word of God states that. Why? Because God gave the church its opportunity why would you think he would put us through the rest of it? We've gone through our trials. Just believing in God, you were laughed at. You were abused. You were mocked. I was mocked many times. I was laughed at many times because I was a church boy. Well, one day being a church boy, and I might write a book on church boy. I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying that we have, there's a lot of talk about church boys and church girls, but I'll tell you what. I'll take a church boy or a church girl any day over a worldly man or a worldly woman. God always can pull their chain. Hallelujah. Refocus them and use them. And they know the way. They know the doctrine. 
to be easy on your brothers and sisters that are going through trials right now and difficulties in their lives and phases. God is working with them. God knows right how to bring them back. You might fight for years trying to build somebody up. And God told you years ago, let them go and let me have it. You lose your salvation the last moment they gain their salvation and go to heaven. You're spending eternity in hell because you took on a battle God did not intend for you to take on. Trust God's plan. God has a purpose to make that person perfect, perfect or perfect. So the first thing that I would say is the church isn't mentioned during the tribulation period or the great tribulation period only the unbeliever and only the Jewish I believe our the rapture is for the church because we have already over 2000 years gone through martyrdom criticisms being abused laughed at <clears throat> scorned because of our faith we are the Noahs get that and don't and don't ever forget it we are Noahs every single one of us that are talking about the rapture and talking about the ark talking about the rapture talking about Jesus is coming Jesus loves you Jesus wants you to live this way in a world where people can't really see the greatest signs that they will ever see which will be during the tribulation period we're living during a time where it's never rained People are laughing at us for building an ark. What are you talking about, this all-powerful God who's going to come and rapture you up? My goodness, you sound so silly. You're talking about Asia, aliens? Maybe you're talking about aliens. Maybe you're thinking that uh, the mothership's going to come and pick you up. We sound so dumb to the world. The Word of God says the things of the cross, the foolishness to those who do not believe. So understand something. You are Noah if you place yourself in that position you'll understand who you are you're Noah Noah was not there during the flood outside he was saved from the flood he was a foreshadowing of what will happen with us and that we will be in heaven with Christ as his bride during the tribulation period where everyone else is on the outside of the ark dying and going through great tribulation and in that you need to understand we will not go through the tribulation period number two it mentions martyrs what martyrs the unbelievers those who did not believe truly did not believe will now accept Christ but under the most excruciating pains birth pains we are the world is going to see tribulation like it's never seen before when God begins to open the seven seals he is going to unleash a leader who is wicked and without any remorse for anyone the Antichrist three and a half years of peace and then three and a half years of pure hell on earth war Famine, death, disease. There will be 
natural catastrophes on a level that we have never seen as human beings. But we will be in the ark, the church. So continue to preach like God has given you to preach. Pray like he's given you to pray. Read the word like God has given you to read the word. Fast like God has given you to fast. Speak to souls, talk to people, but do not have a personal connection in that if they don't listen, you fall apart. No, you're trying to save one. So don't waste time with many who do not want to listen. Go out and speak the word of God in faith and leave in the power of the Holy Spirit and leave the results to God. And do the same for your family. And when God wants or if he wants them to be saved, they will be saved. But touch one, go to the next. Touch another, go to the next. Touch another, go to the next. Don't waste time with any one person fighting, trying to keep them saved. When God said, my grace is sufficient, not your brother is sufficient, not your sister is sufficient in the Lord. Not your pastor is sufficient. No, my grace is sufficient. If a person doesn't want to reach for the grace of God, you can't fight them. They'll pull you down. Lifeguards will talk about it. We're talking about staying true to God today. Lifeguards will talk about rescues. And if a person is fighting you, you have to let that person go. Because they will, the, the mission was <laughs> to go out and save their life, not to lose your life. A lot of us are trying to rescue someone who doesn't want to be rescued. They don't want to be saved or they're floundering and kicking and they will knock you out. You'll end up drowning right along with them. Let them go and let God have his way. It wasn't your battle to begin with. So those people will go through. Some of the people that you're talking to and asking them to join church and come to church and come to Jesus and Jesus loves you. Those people will be going through the tribulation period and it's for them. Why? They're going to go through the tribulation period and they're going to see some of the most horrible things happening. And because they didn't have faith like us in God to live a certain way like Noah did while he was waiting for the flood to build an ark, which is your relationship with God is building an ark. And then to be able to get into that ark and we'll get in through the power of the Holy Spirit the rapture they will go through the tribulation period and become martyrs and Israel mentioned will definitely be there going through the tribulation period it is for them and then of course the world when you see the trumpets being sounded oh my goodness before the trumpets seven trumpets are sounded the word, the word of God says that the order went out in heaven that they would hold back the trumpets so that God could cover the 144,000 Jews that will go ministering and evangelizing the world. And he talked about a number of martyrs, a number that no man could number. And these came and stood before the throne of God in white. So at that point, God will take the martyrs out of the world. 
but he will leave the 144,000. The martyrs will have served their purpose. They have come to God. Those who are left who have not been martyred will go through the greatest part of the tribulation. They will go through a series of seven of seven trumpets. And then they'll go through They'll go through another. Mm -hmm. I'll take care of you. I got you. Then they'll go through seven bowls. And these bowls, oh my goodness, you have not seen anything like this. I want you to understand that that is not for the church, the tribulation period. The seals are for the unbelievers. The trumpets are for those who had hardened their hearts beyond measure. And you can see it because as it as it climaxes, as it gets worse, at first you're saying mountains fall on us. Then the next wave with the trumpets, now they're literally saying cursing God. Why? Because these are the satanic. These are the satanic. These are the people who didn't, who didn't, who didn't, who, who were fighting against God. Not just the church, the weak church or the lukewarm church or, or unbelievers. These are people who were satanically influenced. So don't worry about the satanists. They're going to have their time. They will have trumpets. All those in the music industry who are using their voices for Satan, they will hear some trumpets. We'll hear a trumpet sound and we'll go and will escape. They'll hear a trumpet sound in great calamity. So have a heart for people. Pray for people. But understand that God is on the throne and you not must not sacrifice your life or your salvation. You sacrifice your life, but not your salvation to save a person. Never sacrifice your salvation. Many of us will sacrifice our lives even before the rapture takes place. But never sacrifice your salvation. Okay? Let's go to the next thing. Talking about staying true to God. And a lot of us are not staying true to God because we believe that we have more time. Why would you want to go through the tribulation period? Why would you want to go through the Antichrist? Are you serious? Wars? Famine? Death? Disease? Natural catastrophe? No, thank you. No. No, 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 no. I'm getting an I'm getting, I'm getting an ark. I'm getting an ark. You know what the ark is? Your relationship with Christ. Your relationship with God during a time when it's not raining and it doesn't look like it's going to rain. It's called faith. He said, when I come back to earth, will I find faith? What? People that believe. Number, number two, Bema seat versus judgment seat. 
Now, there's something amazing that happens with the the martyrs. They have their own track, which is really cool. God is awesome. But the Bema seat is for us. It's not a judgment seat. We won't stand before God in judgment. We'll be standing before the Bema seat of Christ. We are his church. We are his bride. He's going to present us to his father. We're going to go through, we're going to stand before a Bema seat. That is going to be like a reward ceremony. Who, how was your works? This is when your works will be burnt up or they'll go through the trial of fire, all of those things. There'll be time for that. That's what we'll go through. We will not be condemned to hell. Last but not least is the great throne judgment. That will happen millennial reign. At the end of the millennial reign, there will be a right throne judgment. That's when Satan will be cast into the fire with death and hell forever not chained up forever he'll be chained up in the beginning of the millennial reign at the end he will be crisply burnt satisfactorily so for every time the devil laughed at you for every time he made you feel dumb because you weren't doing what others were doing and remember this staying true to God is having a personal relationship with him there are things that other people are doing, other Christians are doing, that God did not give you the right authorization to do. Don't do those things. If he tells you to take your makeup off, take it off. If he tells you to take your pants off, take it off. If he tells you to take your weaves off, take them off. If he tells you to brush your teeth, brush your teeth, please. Everyone should brush the teeth. But there are certain things that God did not give you authorization to do. Certain things that God told you not to do. If he told you not to date, don't date. Says not to marry, don't marry. Says not to watch TV, don't watch TV. Don't say what well, other Christians are doing. No, that's a personal relationship with God. That's staying true to God. What is staying true? Staying true to your personal relationship with Him. Be in my seat, white on judgment. Do you start? Are you starting to see a pattern, a difference? We will be raptured up. They will go to the tribulation period. The church will be raptured up. They will go to the, the unbeliever and the Jews will go to tribulation period. And the worldly people, those satanic. Bema seat, Christians. Final judgment, the world. And all of the Jews that did not accept Jesus Christ during the tribulation period. Rapture, second coming. Are you seeing the pattern now? The rapture, that's for us. Second coming, that's for the world. That's when Jesus is going to come and he's going to just wreak havoc. Sword coming out of his mouth. Just destroying people. All the armies of the earth that felt that they had the power over God. Trying to reenact Nimrod again. They didn't learn the first time. So you see in the pattern, church mentioned, not um, church not mentioned during the tribulation period. Martyrs, Israel, and the world mentioned. Bema seat for the church. Final judgment throne for the world and unbelievers. Rapture for the church. Second coming for the world. Are you starting to see? And I want to give you some references where Jesus said that he would keep us from the hour of temptation or trial. Those of us who, who believed, who suffered and sacrificed. He will rescue us from the coming wrath that will come upon who? The world from not obeying. This is, the, this is the message all over again of Noah. 
he did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but come on now. So I want you to understand Revelations 3, 10, 1 Thessalonians 1, 10, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, clearly shows us we are not going through the tribulation period. Church, we are about to be raptured up and it could happen today or in a few years. Stay close to God. Stay true to God. Don't give up. God wants you to stay true. This is Jay Cross on Let's Talk with Jay Cross. Take care.